Blog Talk Radio.
So that's the, he thinks I'm going to talk a lot, but I really, I'm very shy and I'm uncomfortable, so I won't be talking that much. So. You know what's funny about this is when we talked about this, how can two people rule, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a, I'm going to sweeten this pot a little bit more. How do you take two strong, dominant personalities mm-hmm. who both have mm, tempers that can rival Mount Vesuvius when they erupt? Mm-hmm. How do you take and how does God take two hard-charging, hard-working, temperamental, focused individuals who both think that they always right. And only one is. And only one of us is right. How do you take those individuals and get them to work in such a way that not only do they enjoy being around each other, uh, but that that they stay together and well we ain't we ain't did no multiplying, but you know, we ain't stopped trying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's dying anyway. Um, um, you and you, 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 you have are taking dominion. How do you do that? You see, a lot of times, what the, what the Bible teaches us is that if you're not in agreement, and there are times when you know we're just not in agreement. We yes. don't see things the right. same way. Right. Okay, we just don't see things the same way. Right. So when you ha- and she's got a vision of something and I got a vision of something, and when you have two visions, what do you have? You got division. Mm-hmm. And Paul talks about what happens when you have division. Uh, Jesus talks about what happens when you have division. Look over at Mark uh, chapter three. Can I read the scripture? Verses twenty-four, twenty-five. And don't yeah. you do like don't you dare. This has been my dream, America. To read the scripture for a pastor. WB, this one's for you. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Mark three. You know, I'm gonna tell you what she's gonna do. She's gonna do that Cody thing, you know. And God said that thing. That's what she was getting ready to do. I'm like, don't do that. You didn't do it right. Okay, we're gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Mark chapter three, verses twenty-four and twenty-five. If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. So what that says to us in our conversation is this. Unless she and I, unless Adam and Eve, unless Winfred and Cheryl can come into agreement, then no matter what vision she has, no matter what vision I have, it's it's not going to amount to anything. What does that say to husbands and wives who are building families now. The first thing y'all got to do is you have to come into agreement. You have to, it doesn't mean that uh, she has a career and she has to give up her career or you have a career and you have to give up your career. That's not what's being said at all. Mm-hmm. And it does not, it doesn't mitigate the fact that she's smart in some stuff, I'm smart in some stuff. No. What it means is that we have to bring everything in line and bring everything into agreement, mm-hmm. building upon the foundation of God's Word. And we build upon God's Word by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And if we don't do that, 
then we're going to fail. It's going to fail. You know, another thing about relationships is rights. Now, you got rights. I do have rights. You got rights. I have a lot of rights. I got rights, too. That's right. And that's another thing that I hear about, you know, that couples. Well, what about my rights? What about my rights? In a relationship, one of the things that I've discovered is that, you know, sometimes your rights don't mean a hill of beans. Mm -hmm. Your rights have to be sacrificed sometimes for, um, and, and not them making you sacrifice it, but you willingly say, you know what, eh, for the relationship, I'm going to, you know, because, because of, because of how I feel about her and because of how I feel about the vision and the mission and the purpose that God has for us, mm -hmm. then I'm giving up my rights. Now, there's a passage of Scripture that, that talks about that. And, you know, because one of the things that I want to say to you tonight is exercising your rights can lead to wrongs in the building of your family. Yeah. You make the money, and you, you, make, you make a bunch of money. And, you, you know, you, so you feel like, I got a right to say to say what is this, this, this where this money going all of this kind of stuff because I'm bringing all the money and all you're doing is staying at home. Yeah, no, no, that ain't the way it works at all. Mm -hmm. And so when you are building a family, you have to be cognizant of the fact. Yeah, there's there's rights, but we're building a Christian family. What's the scripture say about that in First First Corinthians ten? All things are lawful. But not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. That's First Corinthians 10, um, 23 and 24. The one thing I was going to say about rights, <clears throat> and I agree, that, that was what I put in my notes is, you know, if I work, I should be able to spend my money. But as an adult, I feel like I should be able to dress the way I want to dress. I should be able to go out when I want to go out. I should be able to come home after a hard day's work and not do anything because I put in a full day's work. But recognizing that um, to your right also to uh, relax when I come home or do other things and, and learning how to support one another and uh, not take advantage of the other person. And acknowledging them in everything that you do. So making sure that I'm always thoughtful to how what is a right of mine, if it impinges on what you need or what you want, or even one of the things that um, when we got married that was not really a struggle for me, but you, you said you didn't like it when I wore pants to church on Sunday. Yes. I am a grown woman. It is my right to wear pants to church. Yes. Right? Yep. Uh, but giving up wearing pants to church on Sunday um, just to make my husband feel comfortable, I didn't feel like that was a big sacrifice. That's a small thing that I can do that meant a lot to him. Um, so when we say giving up rights, we're not uh, talking about giving up your rights to free speech and giving up rights to speak your mind, even though in speaking your mind you have to be prayerful and responsible um, and mainly prayerful because <laughs> uh, uh, sometimes my mouth can get the best of me. But I'm going to throw it back, back to you. Well, you know, I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Don't repeat it. 
But the, the only thing I'm going to say about their wearing their pants to church, there was a reason why they wanted to wear pants to church. And that reason was, I like what's hidden under that dress. And it's mine. And I don't need everybody else saying, woo, look what he got. No, let them wonder. No, That's just me. That's no. just me now. No. Okay. I got some, I have some issues. And in in any relationship, you're going to have some preferences. Um, like, for example, one of, in our relationship, one of her preferences is that I close the, um, the, 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 the cover on the garage open. Amen, thank you. And I try to do that. You don't do it. But I don't do it. No, you don't. And so a lot of mornings when she comes out, to, she, I see her look back at me and close the thing. Sometimes when, you know, it, it's my right to leave it open, but in consideration of her likes and her wants and her needs and her phobias, I try to get it, I try to get it closed. But so the thing that you want to do is you want to give way. You're always going to be ready to give way, not just to, when you give way, you're not giving way to please yourself or to please your mate. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, when you give way to the other person, what you're doing by giving up your rights, what you're really doing is you are giving glory to God. Look at um, what it says in that, that 1 Corinthians 10, 31, 32. Think about that. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God. Just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Look at that part right there where it says, not seeking my own advantage. See, that's what, that's what we talk about. In building a family, if you're going to build, one of the first things that, that you want to make sure that you do, no matter what your position in the family is, because we'll get into family hierarchy in a few minutes, but if you're the father of the family, you're not trying to take advantage of the position that God has placed you in to be the Lord over your family. That, 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 that's not it at all. Right. As a matter of fact, what you'll do is you'll build resentment and dissension. And if you marry a strong woman, what you'll do is you'll get some fight back. Yeah. Because eventually they're going to, they're gonna, what's your line? I've had all like a stands and, and I, I can't stand, stand no, no more. When, you, when they get to that point, woo. You would rather wrestle alligators on a hot day than to be with a person who just said, I ain't taking no more, and they get into that position where they're going to, as they say, move in defiance, where they feel like they got to defend themselves. you got to fight on your hands, and that is not going to glorify God. That's not going to help build you or her or your family at all. So what the focus is, is as, as, as a leader in your family, male or female, is everything that I do, every decision that's made, I have to do everything to bring glory to God. That's number one. Two, 
and I have to do everything so I can uplift my mate and my family. And if I'm not doing that, if all I'm doing is, you know, uh, going through life, grabbing the big piece of chicken, so to speak, I'm not, I'm not building a family. What I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm being a glutton to myself. And so many relationships have a glutton involved in them because then, then there's no self-sacrificing, there is no consideration of the other p- person. All it is is I can do whatever I'm big enough to do or my rights, my rights, my rights. I got a right, I got a right, I got a right. No, you don't. Not in a Christian family. Mm-mm. Because that's not going to lead you to the place that God wants you. Now, the, the, the major teaching tonight is if you want to build a family, and if you don't, you know, I know that both Cheryl and I can be very, very entertaining and we're very, very wordy, wordy but the big thing I want you to walk away from tonight is if you're going to build a Christian family, if you're going to build a Christian family, you build by blessing. Amen. Now, that's the number one principle. You got all the stuff that we gave you last week, but I want you to just say it to yourself. If I'm building my family, I'm building by blessing. And the rest of this, the rest of this, this, this lesson tonight is going to come from Ephesians chapter 5. And so if you turn in your Bibles right now to Ephesians chapter 5, I'm going to show you some principles of how to build by blessing. You build your family by building each other. Mm-hmm. And to build my house, to build my spouse, I must live in love. Now, the particular passage of Scripture, read that, uh, Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 for me. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. That's Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. So according to Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, I'm, if I'm going to be imitators of God, Okay, and you know that God is in the blessing business. Amen. Okay, and I've already said that if I'm going to build my family, if I'm going to build a godly family, I am going to build by blessing. The number one thing that you have to do is you have to walk in love as Christ loved. As Christ loved. And so what you're going to do, look at the rest of it. You are going to live a life of sacrifice and giving. Mm-hmm. I am going to live. I'm going to live with my wife as Christ wants me to live, mm-hmm. imitating what God is wants to do with her, what God wants to do for her through me. And what does He want to do for her? And what does she want her to do? To me? She wants her to bless me. That's it. That's God's in the blessing business. Amen. And so in blessing her, in living a life of love, and love, that word that he's using here is the root, the root of that word is agape, and that's divine love. That means love as God would love. And if you 
going to love as God will love. Sometimes, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't feel like loving nobody. You don't feel like being committed to nobody. When somebody just spent the last three, four minutes just giving you the blues and telling you what to do when you don't want to do it or waking you up in the middle of the night talking about it's a spider in the bathroom. It was early in the morning. It was not in the middle of the night. You know, you don't, first of all, you don't want to be chasing those spiders. The spider ain't going to eat you up. And, and, and you're dead in the middle of your sleep. And all of a sudden, you get this raging headache. And what does God do? God is so concerned about how she feels about that spider that my response is supposed to be yes. to get up yes. and deal with that spider. That is correct. Now, I don't remember what I did, but I know one thing. You got up and killed the spider. Did I get up and kill the you spider? Did. You did. That time. That time. Okay, yeah, well, okay. Put one on the scoreboard for me. But the the bottom line is, so you want to live a life of love. And to live a life of love, you live a life that is in the best interest of the other person and you bring in blessing to And And I would say uh, one of the things that's good to keep in mind is that your spouse generally is somebody that always has your best interests at heart, right? So it should be easy to give to them, even when they're disagreeable or disagreeing. Uh, when it's, you know, hot outside, I'll bring him something cold to drink because I want him to keep working. <laughs> um, but I want to be a blessing, right? And I, I don't want my husband to pass out uh, in the sun. Um, no, because then she got to drag me in the house and explain to everybody how you let that fool kill himself. Or I may have to shovel the snow again, which no one wants. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's just uh, walking in love towards your spouse, it should be an easy thing. It's just uh, treating him like you would treat yourself. What What would you want on a on a day? You had a long day. You come home from work. You're tired. You want somebody to have a meal prepared for you, or you want somebody to take care of the phone bill so you don't have to struggle with that. So just be mindful of them and, uh, mindful of them and love them like you love yourself. I'm sorry, I got off the No, no, you're fine, because it leads into the point that I want to make. Here, so how do you do that? You have to constantly ask yourself the question, not what do I think she wants me to do, but instead, what would the Lord do in this particular instance? Mm -hmm. You see, you got to get before the face of God. Even as you serve your spouse, you got to constantly be asking them because I'm going to tell you right now, from a man's point of view, most of the time, I really don't know what she wants. I asked her or I anticipated, you know, but I would say, a lot of times, not only do I get it wrong, I get it real wrong. And so I'll ask her, and sometimes she'll think, well, I don't want to, be a I don't want to bother him, I don't want this, I don't want, you know. And, or she'll tell me something, and I'll hear it through these man ears. And I call it manies. Okay, I interpret it the man's way of interpreting stuff. And she's talking womanies. Okay, and I don't speak womanies. And so I'm going to mess it up and get it wrong. And sometimes I tell her, just write me a note or just show me how to do it. But even more, 
what you have to do is you have to say, what would the Lord do in this particular instance? You're literally saying, Lord, what must I do? How, how do I serve my spouse? And he'll show you what to do every time. Because, again, this is he's, in, he's the foundation of this relationship. He's the equipper. He's the, he's the teacher. So he's going to reveal that. So to build your spouse, to build your family, you've got to walk in love. Commit with her being first or him being first or the kids being first, whoever you minister to, they come before you. You, you know, hey, you're the servant. And as the man, guess what you are? You are the head servant of your house. The head of the house. Mm. We got a story about that. Yeah, I'll don't tell start. We have to show them the house in a minute. Okay. Second thing. So the first thing is you got to be walking in love. Second thing, to build. And here, here, write this down. To build my spouse, I must be willing to submit to Christ. To him or to her. Simultaneously. I've got to be willing to submit. What does Ephesians 5.21 say? Because you know where we're going. It says, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. That's Ephesians 5.21. So watch it now. It does, you know, because everybody get down to 523 and say, woman submit to the man. But before it gets there, it says, submitting to one another. So what does that mean? That means that I'm going to put my, positionally, I'm bowing to her. Positionally, she's bowing to me. Positionally, both she and I are bowing to Christ. What did, what did Jesus do? He bowed. He gave in to the will of God. Now, two words. First of all, out of reverence for Christ. That word reverence means to withdraw, respect, or have a sense of awe. Um, it means to remove oneself and hence to avoid because of dread or fright. So basically it means to, to, to bow, to give way to. Why? Because you reverence God. Because you reverence your wife. Because she reverences you as her husband. Amen. You see, sometimes we think that that reverence thing only goes one way. No. You've got you to be willing to do this for your wife just like she's got to be willing to do that. For you. And then there's this word submit that's in that also. That word, basically, it's a military word. And that military word means bring yourself in order under. It means to, to back up or away from a behavior and put yourself in a position of blessing. Okay, you see, submitting basically means to arrange yourself. So, in other words, let's go. Let's use the military definition. The sergeant 
places himself under the captain. The the um, the privates placed themselves under the sergeant. What does that mean? They placed themselves under their of the authority of them, and they act upon the orders that are given. Submitting is not a thing that says that I make her knuckle under. Yeah. Okay, because that ain't gonna happen. No. Right, that that's just yeah. not happening with this one. Submitting is voluntary. You recognize what needs to be done in a situation and you put yourself in God's order. So as the as the man, okay, I put myself, it says man is the head of the woman. Man is the head of the household. So God places me in that position as head. And that's where I am to function. But that does not mean that I do what I want to do. Jesus, as the head of the church, did not do what he wanted to do, but instead, what did he do? He did the will of the Father. So if I am to function as head of the house, then I have to function as Christ functioned, and my job as head is to do the will of God, Amen. period. And God never said, order her to do everything and me sit back. That's right. God never told me uh, as they speak harshly to her. You know, have, you ever, have you ever noticed when God speaks to you, God does not speak harshly to you? No. So why, what do I look like trying to act like I could just talk to this woman any old kind of way and get away with it. Not happening. But instead, how does God speak with us? Tenderly, sweetly, diligently. Sometimes he have to, you know, put a little bass in his voice with us. But I don't need that. More trouble for me, more trouble for me. And don't even get too shrill. But but do you see where we're going with this? You see what I mean? Okay, we're fine. We're fine. The so we bless each other by placing ourselves in the position of blessing to be blessed and to bless. And how do we do this? By giving way through love and submission. Now you know what I think I want to do. What do you want to do? I think we need to stop. Um, about time, time. Okay, so I'll tell you what we're going to do. Since we couldn't cover through everything tonight, let me just quickly give you a review of what we've covered so far. To build your family, the first thing you better do, the first thing you need to do is to learn how to walk in love. Okay, let's back up again because I'm doing this off the top of my head. I'm, I try to keep my notes in order, but especially when, you know, I got guests. And I'm glad to stop because that means I get a chance to, have my perfume again next week too. It smells good to me. <laughs> anyway, first thing you got to do is you got to understand that you can't have division. You've got to move. You got to move into agreement, and God will bring you into agreement. The second thing that you've got to understand is that if you're going to do it God's way, if you're going to do it God's way, then you have to 
walk in love. And walking in love means that you're willing to give up your rights because you recognize that you're not there to get. You're there to give. You're there to be a blessing and not just to get blessed. Amen. And then the third thing that you need, that we've covered off tonight is this, this, this concept of reverence and submission. And reverence meaning you give way to, uh, uh, reverence meaning that you bow down out of a sense of awe. And I am in awe, by the way. I really am. I get up every morning and I do that Adam thing like, whoa, good Lord, look what you gave me again. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and I, I mean, this grinning like a chest cat because I know personally that I don't deserve her. I really don't, you know. And she know I, she know how I feel about that, and I know what my blessing is, and I'm keeping my blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, glory to the Most High God. Amen. But anyway, and then submission. Submission is voluntary, and it, all it means is that you pl- place yourself in order under, and you voluntarily do that. That's where we're going to stop at tonight. We'll continue with this relationship building next week. Uh, why don't you lead us in a word of prayer, and then we'll sign off. Oh, you're not going to do questions? Uh, oh. If you got some questions, then here's what you can do. Any questions that you have, because I can't see the screen right now. I really can't yeah, see the screen too far. Yeah, I can't okay. see it. I can't see that. I see a little flash in this and the thumbs up there and all that kind of stuff, okay. but I can't really see the question. Would you do this for me? Would you post the questions uh, on my page on Facebook, and I'll try to answer them, and I, we got to figure out a system where I can see better because I'm doing not only – we're videoing this, to you know, be able to use it um, on another channel, and we're also doing this live. So, if you could hold your questions, give them to me on the inbox. I will I will answer them there. Okay. Well, Donna said she enjoyed this. Thanks, Miss. Okay. So oh, oh. You go pray. Okay. Heavenly Father, we bless and praise you. We thank you, God, for this time together. We thank you, God, for building a relationship. We thank you for teaching us how to uh, love one another, how to be a blessing to one another, how to rely upon you and to cover our spouse and to submit ourselves to one another as we submit to you. We thank you and we praise you for all of the relationships, all of the folks out there watching. We pray that you would bless their home in Jesus' name. Amen. So next week, guess what? Since she talks so much this week, she can talk some more next week. I'm going to have her back. I barely said anything. She's coming back next week to be with us. And uh, we're going to continue this summer series. Uh, You guys, we really appreciate you being out there. I've got one last thing to say, and that is walk in the blessing and be a blessing to each other. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. This has been Pastor Winfred Burns and my wife, Cheryl. And we want you to have a wonderful evening. And thank you for visiting with us on the Word on Wednesday. Bless you. Good night. Good night.
Did you? Yeah. How'd your body look? 